In the wake of Me Too, Time's Up, and the growing list of public figures who have been called out for sexual assault and misconduct, it can seem like exciting, spontaneous, and satisfying sex is an unattainable ideal. That sex is too deeply buried beneath misinformation, violence, and shame to be enjoyed anymore. And yet, I know from personal experience that that is not true. Despite the odds, people are having great sex all the time, but they don't always get the chance to talk about it. Well, today, listeners, I'm here to change that. My name is Robin, and this is The Peak. Listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Peak. Today I am joined with my friend Beth, who was my hairdresser for most of my life. How are you today? I'm awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we start by you introducing yourself and telling the listeners a little bit about you? Okay. Um, I am Beth, and I am an Oklahoma cowgirl. Mm-hmm. I am 56 years old mm-hmm. or young. Or fi- yes. <laughs> or, or 55, as we sometimes 55. say. 55. I like that. I like that. And I like doing stuff outdoors mm-hmm. with my horses all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's about the, the highlights of my life. Mm hmm. And you've ridden competitively, haven't you? I have ridden competitively. That's yeah. so cool. Ever since I was a little girl. You're a real-life cowgirl. I'm a real-life cowgirl. In the flesh. I really ride the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and you take care of them and own them. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of shovelage that goes along with shovelage. that. Shovelage. <laughs> it's definitely a skill. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. I wouldn't imagine so. Or the weak of arm. Or the week of nose, I bet. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your sexual personality? Um, As far as um, my general sexual personality, um, I guess, what? I guess if I was labeled, I would just be a heterosexual female Mm -hmm. in respect that it's a man that mm-hmm. I like to look at and yeah. feel their muscles <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and kiss their cheeks. Oh, that's cute. Does that... Yeah, I guess um, what else I'm asking with that question is, are you, um, are you like more of a leader or a follower? Are you like aggressive? Are you cutesy? Um well, um, I can be quite aggressive. Um, I prefer to be led. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably prefer someone that's tougher or stronger than me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, somebody that's going to kind of just take me by the hand and lead me around. and yeah. Pull my hair. (laughs) Yeah. You like a little hair pulling? Well, you know, not in a, not in a mean way, but just like, hey, baby, come here. Yeah. I want you. Cool. Um, so do you have like a type? Of man? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, it's kind of one of those things that. You know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a song by NXS called You're One of My Kind. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes when you when you lock eyes with somebody, you, you just have that, there's just that emotion. There's mm-hmm. just that feeling. They look at you, you look at them, and you kind of get that little butterfly feeling or you'll feel a little flush and Uh you're like "Mm, hey I think we just spoke the same language yeah so it's sort of a body language thing yeah it's um well 
You know, it's commonly called chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. You know, just the chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that people have any rule over that at all. I think when it happens, it happens. You have no control over it. Mm-hmm. You can act on it. You can walk away. You can fantasize. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's the starting of the fire. Nice. Cool. Um, so can you tell us about the first time you had sex or a significant early experience that you had? I do remember the first time that I had sex. And I will say that it was less than memorable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't... Um, I was kind of thinking... Oh, if this is all it is, <laughs> oh man, I'm not so sure. You know, yeah, what what the big deal is? Yeah, because I'd heard about it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I guess you you still think you want to try. I mean, you have those emotions, and um. Probably, um, I did have a boyfriend who was a marvelous kisser. Yeah. And we would kiss for nonstop for hours. Yeah. And so eventually, you know, I began to feel that emotion. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, I was, I was feeling something. Yeah. And... After I got a little bit older, I understood what that what that was. Uh-huh. That was just being turned on. You yeah. just turned on. Yes. Didn't know what to do with it, but I was <laughs> really turned on. Uh-huh. Uh, so you said your first time wasn't that great. Um, how old were you? I was 15. Mm-hmm. And was this guy your boyfriend at the time no he wasn't a boyfriend Mm -hmm. um he was my it was my friend's brother Uh and he was a very handsome handsome young man big guy strong guy piercing blue eyes yeah pretty smile Uh uh-huh you know it you you know it was kind of flattering Uh i guess that you know, he wanted to sit by you and put his arm around you. And, you know, it was, I'd spent the night with her and, of course, everybody went to bed. So we went out to the camper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you, was this really spontaneous? Had Very, you guys been totally, flirting with each no, other? No, 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 we hadn't. It was totally spontaneous. Uh-huh. It just kind of happened that night. Yeah. Can you, like... Set the scene for us and, like, tell us about, like, that choice to go out to the camper. Well, I think it was, you know, we had been, um, uh, my friend and I and her brother, we had been, um, I think we'd been in his room Mm -hmm. and, you know, just playing and listen to music and everything. And he was kind of showing me attention and showing mm-hmm. me affection and and um and then um you know she was like well I'm tired I'm going to go to bed well nobody really thought anything about he and I hanging out together uh-huh so we just kind of continued to hang out together mm-hmm. and then when everybody was in bed he just took my hand and he was like hey let's go out here uh-huh. so we went out to the camper and you know, I had no idea. It just kind of started out kind of innocently. Uh-huh. And um, I guess he just kind of took, you know. Yeah. Just took control. Just the and I, yeah, and I was like, well, I guess we'll check this out. How was that for you? Like, were you really, were you excited about it? Or uh, how did you feel? I was, I was apprehensive because I had no idea. I'd never had that kind of experience before mm-hmm. and I was thinking I'm not supposed to do this 
You know, what if we get caught? That was probably the biggest thing because his parents were in the house. Yeah. And his sister. I mean, it would have been so easy for somebody to start looking for us. Oh, yeah. So that was probably, that probably kind of killed the mood. Hmm. Uh, So you were kind of nervous and guilty feeling about it? I was, yeah, I was nervous and I was guilty feeling. I, I, you know, just thinking, oh, this is my friend's brother, Mm -hmm. and I'm supposed to be friends with her, not friends with him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Kind of that. Yeah. Um, Did you, how did you feel about it afterward? Um, It was, I think it was just kind of a mutual understanding without words between he and I that that was what happened and that was what it was and that was all it was Mm -hmm. and that that was just it. There was no um, feeling of needing to continue, needing to become boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, We just... You know, it was just an unspoken contract. Yeah. That's what we did. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. That was the end of it. And mm-hmm. we we remained friends. I was still friends with her. Mm-hmm. He and I didn't have um, any apprehensive, really. It was kind of like we both just rolled on. Cool. So, and you guys didn't hook up after that again? Nope. Never no? again. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, I know these days we have sex ed in like middle school and high school and they're very big on like, always use a condom. You have to have protection. Was that something that was on y'all's mind at all? No. No? No. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, we had, I, you know, I had sex ed in school, but it was like in the fifth grade. Yeah. It was way too early. Mm-hmm. I I didn't, you know, I mean, the sex talk that I got from my dad was, I was probably 12, and we had been to visit some people, mm-hmm. and they had a son that was about three years older than me, mm-hmm. good looking, blonde haired, you know, and I sort of had known him uh, growing up, mm-hmm. but I was in his room hanging out. And I guess we were laughing and talking and having fun. Mm -hmm. And when we left, my dad has me in the car and he says, Now, you think you go to wanting it, you let me know and I'll get you on the pill. And I remember. Wow. I remember thinking, what, what? (laughs) I I was clueless. Yeah. I didn't know what he meant. I was like, okay, dad. I mean, and that was the whole conversation? That was it. Just short and sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mom, my mom talked to me about a penis and a vagina and the man puts his penis in the woman's vagina and something. And I didn't know what that was either. I was like, okie dokie, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and how That's, old was that? were you then? I think I was in the fifth grade because yeah. they were having the sex ed stuff at school mm-hmm. so oh <laughs> uh, yeah I didn't know yeah I didn't know what that meant I was like okay yeah um another conversation that's going on a lot lately is um the conversation about consent and trying to get consent caught taught about in schools um was that something that you had any understanding of no. No? No. Um, I didn't, that was never um, a topic that I remember. Um, I think what we were taught in school was that if a boy was telling you that he wanted to have sex with you, or they really didn't phrase it like that, but if, you mm-hmm. know, if he was wanting to touch you or get 
get naked with you, take your clothes off or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, As girls, we were all instructed to tell the boys to take matters into their own hands. And I know what that means now, (laughs) but I had no idea. That's pretty funny. What that meant then. (laughs) Yeah. But that's what we were told that... In the fifth grade for your sex ed? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We were told to tell the boys to take matters into their own hands. Did they talk to you at all about like what to do if you wanted to have sex or get naked with someone? Nope. Girls do not have desires, I guess. <laughs> um there was back then it was more about getting pregnant probably and that was still more of the time of you know, I'm from the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. and although it wasn't, there wasn't, you know, like a biblical talk in school, mm-hmm. you know, I think they were trying to keep it on a moral level and yeah. to be respectful, and, you know, I think they tried to tell us all the bad stuff that could happen so that they would, you know, scare the crap out of us into abstinence. Yeah. Which we didn't even know what abstinence was. They did that for us, too. Like, even now. Yeah. I just try to scare you. I don't think that it's taught well at all. Mm-hmm. Me, too. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. It's, um, um, you know, I was helping a young girl. Um, she came to live with me when she was 12. And at 15... She comes home and she says, hey, a boy asked me out. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, do you like this boy? And she was like, well, yeah, I like him. I said, okay. I said, he'll be your first boyfriend, right? She said, yeah. And I said, okay. Is he the boy that you want to remember for the rest of your life as the first boy that held your hand in the hallway at school? Mm Mm-hmm. Is he the boy that you want to remember as your first kiss for the rest of your life? And she said, ew. (laughs) That's funny. And I told her, I said, that's your radar. That's your radar. Set your standards Mm -hmm. and, and just know that once you accept a boy as your boyfriend, he's going to want to hold your hand. He's Mm going to want to put his arms around you. He's going to want to kiss you. You know, he's probably going to want to fondle you (laughs) because, you know, that's just part of it. And I said, just know the boy that you choose, you know, be selective. Don't be afraid to be selective. And her concern was, well, some of my friends are already having sex. And it sounds, you know, they make it sound really great. And I said, well... So we're all different. There, There's no timeline. Yeah. So I think she, when she did choose a boyfriend, he was, it was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. I was real proud of her. Good. So I think that, I think that advice helped her. And she did tell me that she was wanting to have sex. So we promptly went and got an implant. Very good. That's smart, I think. To help her. And she knew, you know, she either had to be real, real careful till it was effective mm-hmm. or wait, which she didn't wait. And I don't even think she was, she probably wasn't as careful as she, you know, so. As she ought to have been. As she, as she ought to have been. But, you know, she skated past and wasn't with child. And At the end of the day, that's yeah. kind of all you need. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was... You know, the best scenario for her. Mm -hmm. Well, good. I'm so glad that she had you as um, a mentor to give her advice. I tried. Sounds like you did a decent job. Thank you. Well, now I'd like to ask you about some of your best sexual experiences. Because it sounds like that first one... Clearly wasn't mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, Less than stellar. Less than stellar. 
Uh, tell me about some stellar experiences that you've had. Well, um, I fell in love with a boy and we were together for three years and he was quite the romantic Mm -hmm. and, um, he was fascinated by me because I had red hair. Yeah. And one day he said, I'd really like to see you naked. (laughs) Yeah. And I was looked at him and I was like, okay. So I stood up and I took off all my clothes and I just kind of stood there. And he looked me up and down and I could tell that he was just enamored. Yeah. And the next thing I knew, he walked over to me and he started kissing my neck. Yeah. And he kissed down the back of my neck and he kissed down my back Mm -hmm. and he kissed my butt cheeks (laughs) and he kissed down the back of my legs. Wow. And he went all the way down and he circled around and he kissed up the front of my legs. And I just stood there uh, enjoying that. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, um, he was a college student and we were, he lived in a group home mm-hmm. where you just have a bedroom. Yeah. And so we were in his room and, um, so, you know, I mean, he just kind of took me in his arms mm-hmm. and, and we just stood there and kissed and then we were in the bed Yeah, and it was like, that was just awesome, awesome sex. I mean, he was a great, yeah, great lover, very sensual. Sounds you know, like it. Yeah, very petty, very, you know, just feeling of me and just, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of devouring. And um, so that was kind of the be- beginning of of our journey in that department. That sounds fantastic. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, so he was college age. Were you guys close to the same age? Uh, no, he was three years older than me. Okay. I mean, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're young, that's kind of a big difference. It can be. It can feel like one. Yeah. So was he like 18, 19? He was, um, yeah, he was not 19, almost 20. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm pretty impressed. I mean, that... I mean, what you just described is like a classic, it's, or what you just described is a very, I think like good way, good example of what consent is. Cause he said, it's like, Hey, I'd like to see you naked. And you said, okay, yeah, that sounds good to me. And yeah. Commenced. Yeah. I was very, yeah. I, I didn't have, um, I was shy because I've never had anybody say that to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, do you have any other highlights, highlight stories you want to share? Well, um, you know, we were together for um, a long time, almost mm-hmm. almost four years. Yeah. And um, he discovered other girls. Yeah. Which really hurt my feelings. Yeah, I bet. I, you know... Girls, when you when you develop that, I think girls girls fall in love, or they have that. You know, I'm giving you my best, and therefore, surely you love me for that. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever I figured out that he was trying on other shoes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was shopping at the shoe store, trying, you know. Trying everyone. Yeah. That that kind of hurt my feelings. And, um, but life went on. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I had met a guy um, when I was 17, actually kind of about the same time that this guy came into my life and um, we reconnected 
um, later on, I was 24 and we were both Scorpios. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you know about Scorpios, but I, I don't know. Scorpios are the ruler of the sexual organs. Really? Yes. Scorpios are the passion, the passion of passions. You know, Scorpio. For the Zodiac. For the Zodiac. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Well, for us, when it was good, it couldn't be better. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, when we were fighting, oh my gosh, it was, it was pretty heated. But we had that intense sexual desire for each other. We could be driving down the road and you know, a look, a touch, or something, and we would find some place to pull over. It didn't matter. <laughs> you know, we would go to the city park. It didn't matter. We would climb a tree. Just really in a tree? Yes, at the duck pond. Oh my God, you have to tell that story. <laughs> in the duck pond. Well, um, of course, we'd had a little bit to drink, mm-hmm. and um, and so, um. He was like, you know, let's go. And so he's like, hey, let's climb this tree. And I was like, okay. So he picks me up and gets me up in this tree. And then, you know, he climbs up and and we're sitting up there. And he was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool? You know, and I was like, hey, that would be cool. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, I mean, he just takes off my shorts and... <laughs> And, you know, we kind of get uh, get sitting, you know, he he got a good branch to sit on. And, uh-huh. and um, I mean, he was a position guy. Yeah. So, I mean, he would like flip me like a pancake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that was one of our code words. You know? Pancake? I could say, flip me like a pancake. And he would, <laughs> he would spin me around, pick me up. I mean, my legs were up over his shoulders or <laughs> this way, that way, upside down, you know, hanging off the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. standing up next to the wall. And we were very, very creative, very passionate. We were we were really passionate, you know, in the sex department. And but in the tree, I mean, that was just it was just really awesome. Yeah. You know, I think I ended up kind of, you know, with my feet on branches and, mm-hmm. and holding on, you know, and my hands up and, uh-huh. and you know, he was behind me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and was this at daytime or nighttime? Oh, no, it was night. Oh, okay. I'm like, man, that's no, pretty it bold. Was not, but still, there was, all, there was people, I mean, you know, we, would, sure. we wouldn't be like, shh, 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 you know, people. <laughs> There's people over there. Be quiet. I can't be quiet. Not, not right now. It's like, well, if I'm going to be quiet, you've got to stop making me That's be right. loud. Yeah, you got to, this is too good for me to, right? for me to not go. Oh. oh my God. That's amazing. It, it was amazing. And, um, you know, he was he was frisky like that. He would he would say, "Hey, wear that cute skirt. Let's go to the park." So yeah. you know, it was like he wanted you know. I just sit on his lap and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, you know, we looked so innocent. <laughs> yeah, at nighttime. Yeah. Well, I don't think we ever we never did pull it off in the day. No. Did you try? <laughs> I don't think we ever tried. No. No. But, um, oh, in the daytime, we like to go to Turner Falls Mm -hmm. and, you know, we would go up in the river and, and go under the rocks where the waterfalls went over the rocks and we would go back under the rocks and we would make love in the water and people, we'd see people going by. They didn't know we were under there. (laughs) So that's romantic. He was very romantic. Mm-hmm. And this was the guy when that you'd reconnected with at twenty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
This wasn't one of your husbands, though. I did marry him. You did? I did. So he was your first husband? He was my first husband. That's so sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, after such a romantic time of dating, once we were married, it was kind of, it didn't, it didn't last. Really? Yeah. Mm. And um, so he, um, he ended up with a, with a, a sickness and, Mm -hmm. and he passed away. Oh, I didn't Um, know that. Yeah. About six years after we. After we split up. Uh-huh. And uh, we remain friends, though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. There was no reason not to. He was one of... He, he, he was one of the few people... I think because we were friends before... Mm-hmm. That it was easier enough for us to be friends after. That makes sense. Yeah. So, he was equal on my desire level. We were both tens. That's and, always good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you always want to, like, have a partner who you find attractive and who finds you attractive. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nice when it can be anytime, anytime, night or day, no routine, no ritual, you know, just mm-hmm. um, always spontaneous. We were always spontaneous. That's awesome. Uh, my mom mentioned this story you told her the other day about um, a man you were with who had this poster or postcard of a woman oh, on a that, uh, yep. on a car. That was him. The same guy. Yes. Um, in his living room, he had this really a beautiful picture of a beautiful woman. Um, and she was kneeling on the trunk of a convertible Mercedes. And it was in California. And there was a street sign in the photo mm-hmm. that said Mulholland Drive. Yeah. And so we had gone to California. And we were um, hanging out on the beach. Mm-hmm. And we, we tried to go to every beach. And have a campfire every night. And, mm-hmm. You know, just party with the locals. And we had rented, it was just a little red car, you know. Yeah. It was just a common car, a little red car, though. And we were driving around, and we came on Mulholland Drive. Yeah. And so he was like, we've, I've got to have your, we've got to, I've got to take your picture. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't think of myself as pretty as that girl yeah but he wanted my picture so I didn't care yeah so and the girl in the picture was topless correct yeah 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 she was topless yeah all she had on um was just a pair of shorts Mm -hmm. and I had on a pair of shorts that day and I think just my swimsuit top Mm -hmm. so it was real easy so we he got the car parked in um it was um, kind of probably about five o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. so really it was good light. Yeah, the night, the and, golden hour. Mm-hmm. And he got it parked, and and you know, and he you know put me up on the on the trunk, and I'm mm-hmm. on my knees, and I just dropped my top and <laughs> stuck my head back and stuck my boobs up, you know, <laughs> to the sunlight, yeah. and you know he walked around and and snapped pictures. And they turned out pretty good. Yeah. And it, I really wish I had one. Oh, man. I have no idea. Man, if you had one, I would love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was cool. He liked to take pictures of me. Yeah. Not necessarily provocative pictures, but some were, but, mm-hmm. but he, he just, he took, he took pictures of me a lot. Mm-hmm. We traveled a lot. So That's that was, cool. yeah, that, that made life fun. Yeah. So that was um, your first husband. Um, how many times were you married? Three. Three? Would you be willing to talk about some of your later relationships? Um, the My second husband, um, he was the cowboy, cowboy type. Uh-huh. And uh, met him at a honky-tonk. Mm-hmm. Kind of a classy honky-tonk, but it was still a honky-tonk. And I really wasn't too impressed with him. 
Um, but I gave him my number and he just wouldn't go away. Yeah. He just decided he wanted me and he called me and he just wouldn't go away. Yeah. And he was sweet and he was very helpful and, um, and he was, um, a good lover, not a great lover. Yeah. But he was a consistent lover. Mm-hmm. So he was acceptable as a lover. Um, it kind of, later, I was a little more adventurous and it made him horribly, horribly insecure if I tried to lead or get him to venture into something else. Like, adventurous how? Well, like, like something besides just the missionary position. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or mm-hmm. something besides only at night in bed. Mm-hmm. And... He would try, but but it never, it wasn't the same. He really, he really felt insecure about that. Hmm. And so, it it was a real relationship strain. Yeah. Do you think that was part of your eventual separation? It was some of it. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the movie Indecent Proposal. Uh huh. And so we're watching the movie and he looks over at me and he got really jealous. I was really enjoying the movie. Of course, it had Robert Redford in it. I mean. I mean. Classic. Hey, <laughs> what a stud. And he, he looked over at me and he said, you would do that, wouldn't you? And I said, uh... With Robert Redford? Absolutely. Yeah. And I said, look, I said, if some woman came to me and said, I want your man for one night for $1 million, I said, darling, I'd be fluffing and puffing and powdering you and sending (laughs) you off. And... That really upset him. Yeah. It really, really upset him. And um, I didn't, I guess I thought that that was okay. It was like one night and then we got a million dollars and then we could live our lives. We could be, you know, Mm -hmm. we could carry on. And of course in the movie, you see the detriment because they went for it. And he was... Have you seen that movie? I actually haven't. <gasps> You've got to see it. I'll, I'll rent it. Indecent Proposal. I'll find it online. Yeah. Yes. Um, they went for it, and she was... She got over it, you know? And... But he never... He, he was so insecure that she enjoyed herself too much, and that she would never be the same with him. So is Robert Redford the husband? Robert Redford is the rich one. The rich one. Yeah, that she got to spend the 24 hours with. Uh Uh-huh. And then they get their money. I think it's Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson. Okay. Yeah, and so your husband was just upset at the hypothetical concept of you guys doing that? Very. And he was jealous that I was even... Watching the movie, I guess I had a, I must have had a smile on my face or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, or I was looking at Robert Redford adoringly or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could see him becoming more and more agitated. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't, it was kind of sad. But I, then I teased him at, about it. Yeah. Kind of for a long time. Yeah. I was like, lighten up. Sounds like you guys were pretty different. We were pretty different. Mm-hmm. We we had a lot of good times, and we had a lot of fun together. 
And, um, but then the eventual differences just outweighed the fun part. Yeah. So what was your third marriage like? My third marriage, um, my third marriage, um, well, my second marriage lasted 10 years. Uh-huh. My third marriage was also 10 years. My third marriage, um, he was very, very handsome. Um, he made me feel like a princess. Mm-hmm. He was so all about me. He made me feel like he cared about me, not just sex. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't like sexually advancive at first. Mm-hmm. I was probably more sexually advancive towards him. And um, it took a while kind of for us to meld into mm-hmm. that. Um, we So in the sexual department, it was a very slow start, which... At first, I thought, this is odd, and I thought, well, maybe this is good, you know, kind of nice to have somebody appreciate you for something, you know, not just sex. Yeah. Although, for me personally, that had to be in there. Yeah. And so, once we kind of developed more of a relationship and, um, you know, kind of got the sex part kind of rolling and everything, we had some really really good times. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we had sex five times in 24 hours. Nice. <laughs> and we, you know, it was like, just couldn't get enough. And unfortunately that was the only time that ever happened. Oh, and so couldn't break the record. Couldn't break the record. Um, did you come close? The sexuality in our relationship was probably gone within the first year. Oh, that sounds rough. It was rough. Especially for a girl that liked sex. Yeah. And I enjoyed sex with him, and he was my husband, and I just wanted more. Yeah. More, 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 more. That was great. See you in in the morning. Yeah. You know, see you in the afternoon. I can't, I can't wait to see you again. Yeah. This was awesome. And, um, he just shut down. Yeah. It became, we went, we went two years with no sex. Wow. At a time. Then we would have great sex. It would be awesome. And I'd be like, all right, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it'd be four months or, and Mm -hmm. I think he, as it turned out, he had pretty severe emotional troubles that I didn't see. Yeah. Didn't depression see. or? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty major depression. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of anger. Yeah. So do you think it was that emotional, just like those challenges and the fact that I guess he wasn't talking to you about them? That was kind of making it hard for y'all to connect? Yeah, I I couldn't, I didn't understand it. Um, he, he said, well, I, I like a girl in high heels. So I was like, oh, okay. So I would, you know... Put something cute on, put my mm-hmm. high heels on, and go in and, you know, walk through the living room when he's watching TV mm-hmm. and, you know, look at him, wink, smile. Yeah. And, and he would just wave me out of the way. Mm-hmm. Did you ever ask him about that and talk to him about it? Oh, front? yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was... I could never come on to him. No. 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 It had to be, he, he had to, I don't know, I guess he would just make the decision that that's, that's what he was going to do. And mm-hmm. 
And but if I if I advanced him, if I took his hand, if I started kissing on him, you know, he always found a way to shut me down. Hmm. That's a shame. I think so. <laughs> I yeah. think so. Um so now I'd like to ask you about how has um sex changed for you from being 15 years old in a trailer to being 55? Um Once I found the enjoyment of sex in itself and the delight of the feel of a man, you know, mm-hmm. that warmth, mm-hmm. that passion, um, I still crave that. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I may not be, I may not have as much desire on a daily basis, mm-hmm. um, partly because I don't have access. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I had the right partner, it, I may, you know, it probably would, would ramp back up. Yeah. But I've often wondered when people got older did they lose that intimate desire and you don't no no do you still date um i have not dated i have not dated um i think kind of got my feelings hurt and um just really haven't met anybody that you know was interesting mm-hmm. or that i wanted to spend my time with yeah. And so at the moment, um, just enjoy, I, don't, I just do whatever I want whenever, whenever I want. And, um, but I can't say that I don't find myself thinking how nice it would be to be in the arms of a man, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, their strength when they, you know what it's like when they snug you up. Oh yeah. And, you or know, like pick you up. Pick or... you up and. You know, something about the the smell of the testosterone, I guess, <laughs> that you don't know you're smelling, but you're smelling it. And oh, yeah. It makes you desire, you know, makes you desire them. hmm Yeah. Um, what did you, I guess, learn about sex between your first time and that really romantic relationship you had where you... Where everything was just working out so nicely for you two. Hmm. I learned that it was much better when you had the um, emotional and and physical connection. I kind of found that with myself um the desire actually started in my mind yeah because the men the men that I've always chosen have always been intelligent kind of dynamic men yeah and I've always, I'm attracted to an intelligent conversation mm-hmm. and somebody that, you know, seems to be going or doing or, you know, kind of an accomplishment. Um, so it's that I have to be turned on in, in emotionally first. Yeah. That makes sense. I like the way you described that, like the desire starts in your mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I have asked you all of the questions that I have. Do you have anything else that you want to share or close with before we go? Well, not off the top of my head, 
Um, Any words of advice? I would just say that if you can just be yourself and live from your heart and even if you get hurt, just go ahead and be yourself and and be up front and, you know, let someone know who you are um, if you're single mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, if they are, they are, and if they're not, well, you'll figure that out. And I think it's good if you... Um, Stay out of the sack for a while. If somebody cares about you, whenever you get to that part, it'll be delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with waiting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of doing without. It's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. And um, so, it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And... And, um, I think that, you know, from my experience, it takes at least one year to know somebody. Yeah. They're all sweet the first six months. Oh, yeah. That sounds a, sounds like a good approximation. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really, really enjoyed this interview. Yeah, I did too. This was pretty fun. This was a lot of fun. And I hope that, um... Whoever listens to it finds some enjoyment out of it, too. I hope so, too. And maybe um, somebody will want to go climb a tree. I say go make love in the tree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you again. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Peak, which is hosted and produced by me, Robin. Our theme music was written by Johnny Manchild of Johnny Manchild and the Poor Bastards. You can follow us on Facebook or at our website, thepeak.blueberry.net. That's thepeak.blubrry.net. If you have a question or comment about anything we talked about today, or if you would like to be a guest on the show, send me an email at thepeakpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Peak, which is hosted and produced by me, Robin. Our theme music was written by Johnny Manchild of Johnny Manchild and the Poor Bastards. You can follow us on Facebook or at our website, thepeak.blueberry.net. That's thepeak.blubrry.net. If you have a question or comment about anything we talked about today, or if you would like to be a guest on the show, send me an email at thepeakpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.